So in true elephants in the room spirit, we have to clap. That's just how it helps me edit. So it syncs the clips. So on three, two, one. Ready to rock. Ready to rock. Hi guys. Welcome back to elephants in the room. I am here with Steven Vilgot. Vigilante. Vig- Vigilante, everyone. Um, now, a lot of you may not know who he is, but we're going to talk about it. It's really exciting stuff. Um, since my logo's not up, we have some elephants with us. We've got this guy right here, that guy right there, this guy. They're all named Ollie. Oh. And then, of course, on my arm. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. <laughs> Let me introduce Steven a little bit. So Steven is someone who we became friends internet friends a couple months ago. I've kind of already talked about him, but I haven't named him, but he is actually the person from Olipop who initially reached out to me and asked if they could sponsor my podcast. So thank you, Steven. Thank you. Everyone clap for him. Yay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he works, he's very hype in Olipop, but he's also a lot more than that. He is an investor in a lot of businesses. He's a businessman. Um, and he's pretty much just kind of known as like, I feel like you're kind of known as like a meme on the internet. Cause you're like the Olipop guy that like the behind the, the behind the scenes with the really feisty comments. <laughs> like if you feel like Olipop has a personality online, like if you've ever seen their comments on like my videos or other people's videos, you're always like, wow, that's like kind of left field. Like you just don't really expect it. He's the person behind it. <laughs> so he's a little feisty, but, um, but yeah, that's who he is. I kind of think about it as like, I, every brand comments the same generic stuff. Like yeah. If you tag a brand in a story, They'll just reply with like a heart or like, Let's right. What you think? And I'm like, no one remembers that. Like, yeah. Remember funny things. And He's blunt. I just like, I don't know. It's just a fun little personality. It's like a yeah. little creative outlet. <laughs> no, but it's fun. Cause it's, it is like, it's very distinct. Like, I feel like even if, if, if like three soda brands commented I f- and there was no like title of their name, people would like know which one is Olipop. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about you. We're going to talk a little bit about Olipop and then we're going to do something fun at the end. Okay. So let's get into we it. Games. Yes. We love games. Okay. Take us back to the beginning. What was your childhood like and what did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> Good question. Um, I would say I was not like the most curious little kid. Like I'm super curious now. I'm very adventurous. I would say very spontaneous. I wasn't like that as a kid. I was like actually obsessed with sports mm-hmm. and professional sports. Like I grew up in New Jersey. We had like New York Jets season tickets, and I was obsessed with the Yankees. And I played football, baseball, and basketball. And that was like kind of my whole world. Um, I was also like a pretty fat, like 10 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some like funny pictures I can show you later, but, um, <laughs> we're going to pull them out. <laughs> I, had, like, I had like the worst palate. I love like grilled cheese and like chicken. Yeah. Cake, and I'd like put ketchup on pasta and right. stuff like that. If you ever told me I'd be like pretty entrenched in like the health and wellness space at 10 years old, it would have been like laughing. You wouldn't have believed it. Laughable. And, um, you know, I didn't know anything about nutrition or right. even like fitness or anything. But then obviously grew a bit into high school and played through sports and was not fat anymore. But um, <laughs> it's definitely like a core, that whole, like I loved soda and candy as a kid. Yeah. And um, that all kind of dovetailed perfectly into like the whole Olipop story too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, as, as you know, I've told you a little bit, but I was like a fat kid growing up too and like it's funny because like now I'm like really big into like health and wellness and like all like, but like, that's why I love Olipop is because it's such a cool way to like have something that people love, like something sweet, something exciting, like a, a yummy drink, you know, but also not make it like terrible for yeah. you, you know? So that's, that's one of the reasons I love brands like that. I love brands that take something that's so amazing and then make it the same amount of amazing, but just like better for you. The biggest, most successful, like food and beverage startups over the last five years have all basically been like better for you junk foods. Mm-hmm. Like Halo Top did it and I totally smart sweets did candy. That's true. Siete basically did like tortilla chips. Oh, I love Siete. And, and tortillas and then Bonza redid pasta, Simple Mills redid Cheez-Its and those are all like some of the biggest brands. That's true. And Cauliflower did cauliflower pizza. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's most Americans like don't eat healthy, right? So right. Like if you can figure out how to make an unhealthy thing a bit healthier but still make it taste good, that's kind of the Holy grail. A lot of like these really premium products you see at Erewhon and Whole Foods, like they're never going to succeed in the right. middle of the country at Walmart. Right. I would be remiss to not uh, mention my family. I'm also very close with them and 
my parents are still in New Jersey where we grew up and then have a brother who's a year younger than me who's now in San Diego. Oh, cool. My sister who's five years younger than me who's in New York. And we're like super, super tight. So you guys are really close. Like you get together a lot and like, yeah, that's awesome. I stay at my sister's place when I go to New York. She has an extra bedroom. Um, we're like constantly texting. Like really? A little family chat. Yeah, we actually, we sent a Steven a little questionnaire and it was like, what are the things you're passionate about? And one of the things he said was his family group chat. Yeah. We were like, that's so funny. Yeah. No, but that's really cool. And like, I don't, I don't have a super close family, but that's something I've always like, um, admired and like the closeness. Cause like life is really crazy and hard and tricky and like, we go through, I feel like with friendships, you go through seasons, like you meet people and sometimes it doesn't work out and like you're friends with them, but like having people, it's kind of like being married, like you're stuck with that person. So like you fight sometimes, but you just trust and love them. So it's like having that in a family is, is cool. Yeah. So like childhood wise, like obviously you grew up a little overweight, but just like childhood overall was just really fun, really enjoyable. Like any crazy experiences that stick out to you about your childhood? Like how would you describe, if you could describe your childhood in like three words, like what would you say? Um, it was like safe and comfortable, honestly, Mm -hmm. like super lucky in, in getting older and meeting lots of different people I've learned about how pervasive trauma is and like one in three Americans have like serious trauma, whether it's like a death in the family or a serious car accident, Uh um, what have you. And like, I didn't have any of that growing up. I felt, I feel very fortunate that I don't have to like carry that burden with me. Mm Um, we were in suburban New Jersey, right outside New York. It's like very clean and safe. It was like the, you know, I went to like the top public high school in New Jersey. Like it was pretty good that's awesome all things considered yeah um we did travel a lot as kids like my parents did a good job of like taking us out for like trips to the west coast we did a bunch of like national park trips i was like a little idiot and i just like wanted to watch sports and play yeah play video games but i definitely didn't appreciate it as much as i would now Um, right and like i feel i feel very lucky i have Mm -hmm. nothing to complain about okay so steven had a good childhood i love that you're a rare case on this podcast. Most people we talk to have like severe trauma. <laughs> I wish I, like if I was giving 10 year old me advice or 12 year old me, it would be to just like be more curious. Like yeah. I didn't like, I didn't care to learn things. I was always really good at studying and like memorizing stuff for tests in school. And I always got really good grades, but I feel like I didn't want to learn. I just was like doing it to do, get mm-hmm. move on to the next thing. And then something tripped in my brain. I like visited some friends who were studying abroad in college and went to like Rome and Barcelona and kind of saw that like the Northeast of the United States is not the only place in the world mm-hmm. um, to an extent. And like, it just tripped a wire in my brain where I was like, I want to see the world. I want to go international yeah. every year for the rest of my life, which I've done since then. And there's just so much to experience. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm like very into food and cocktails and different types of like beer, like, there's so much to see out there. Mm-hmm. Like going international is like, it's the best. It's true. That's awesome. I will absolutely be taking my kids out of the country as soon as they're able to. As soon as they're old I enough. Just, I'm such a believer in it. Like everyone cool I know has traveled. Like yeah. it's, you just learn about the world and meet new mm-hmm. people and have a more of a good perspective. I had like this very myopic perspective as a child of like New York and New Jersey and sports. And that was kind of my lane. I didn't get outside of it until I was older. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's, I think I agree. I didn't travel like at all. And then when I started traveling, I was like, wow, this is like really crazy and awesome. Well, no, I know. But before that, like growing up, the first plane I ever rode on or flew on, (laughs) I was 17. So I never, I had never really left. The only place I had gone other than Utah by the age of 17, I believe was we had driven to California. Wow. So I had never, and like Idaho, but like, you know, I, I don't think that's anything to, you know, say, oh, I went to Idaho, which I will say one of my favorite things, I know it's like, we're on and off about you and Olipop and all the things, but I would say like, I mean, obviously I love the the flavor of Olipop and like all the things, but the literally just the design is so aesthetic. I think that's why you guys have had such a moment on social media is because people love the brand, but it's also so like cute. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Like it's people like want to post like with it. it. Yes. David, like I actually had their, um, fundraising deck sent to me by another investor and they were like trying to get the company started. Like mm-hmm. I literally opened that. I think I was on my phone and scrolled like three slides. And I was like, this is the most beautiful presentation I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Like, the brand was always really dialed in. And like, that's often a, an indicator of like the, 
the quality and the craftsmanship of the founders is right. how good a presentation can they make? 100%. At the early days when they don't have help. And theirs was so good. And I was like, I remember just looking at it being like, if this actually, if this product tastes good and it's priced under $3, mm-hmm. it's going to change the world. Like right. a root beer that's this cute and is actually good for you with mm-hmm. this packaging. It's, I was like, that's, that's 100%. Like, I literally went up and met with Ben. He had samples in a soda stream and a cooler. And I remember trying it. I was like, oh my God. That, You're like, wait a minute. A like, that's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely like I think that's like what people have said to me the most is just it's so it's so marketable because it's so cute. Yeah. Like even in like very like aesthetic photos or videos, like people want to hold one because it just like looks. It's and just I, I don't know. I've had a lot of people who like either don't drink soda or never drink soda growing up. Who just like you know they see it around and they just mm-hmm. like, never tried it and then like I you know get them to try it or whatever. And they're like, oh my god. It's- it's actually good. Like it's like mm-hmm. some other thing. I think there's like a, some people on social media. Like if you see something everywhere, you're like, this yeah. is not good. It's like there's no way. No, absolutely. It's funny because I like everywhere I go, I have it with me and so and I'm like I'm the type of person I am is I love like making food for people and doing things so I'm always trying to like share the things I love with people and so I'm always like oh like yeah I have extra olipops like do you want and people are always like what is that and then they're like oh I think I've seen that before and then they try it and they're like they're like oh usually they're like oh I don't drink soda it's too much sugar I'm like oh like this has no sugar blah blah I hype it up and then they try it and they're like what like this is actually really good and I'm like yeah you know it's like and it's like not something you need to drink five of a day even though I've done that but like <laughs> can add it in on your dinner you know and your lunch that'll be a lot of fiber Maybe that's right be a little too much fiber <laughs> i will give you a shout because i think people like to know the behind the scenes so nicole had been always like tagging us in tiktoks and i, I would see them but like we get hit up all the time and i was kind of like sort of following as she was growing and at one point i just was like she's just posting so much we need to just work with her <laughs> yeah. like and people are always like hitting us up and asking for a free product like let's work together yeah or, or managers would, or agents will reach out mm-hmm. like, XYZ loves you. They want to work together. I'm like, it's cool. Send me the, the post they've done where we're in it. Totally. Like, it's like the best way to get our attention is just tagging us. And it's like someone's good at content or they have a platform. We can't work with everyone, obviously. Right. Um, but like you were just naturally doing it. I mm-hmm. always like, even when we're t- like talking about like big celebrity partners, like Camilla was actually paparazzi photographed at Air One drinking on Wow. Sort of how that started. Because we were looking wow. for people who are authentic fans mm-hmm. of the brand. And so... Um, yeah, we're obviously like moving into some more big talent conversations as the brand keeps growing. Totally. We want to expand what we're, what we did with Camilla. And so, you know, we have to talk to like the big talent agencies. I'm like, tell me which of your clients love it. Like that's mm-hmm. the first step. Like yeah. I don't want to have to ever have to get on and explain to someone what it is. Like that's right. not going to work. People can just tell, like people can tell when people are being authentic and people can tell when they're not. And I think essentially any brand deal or any like work that you do with any brand like yes you're getting paid so it's a job at the end of the day so like anything that you see that has like you know partner or whatever like people are gonna initially think like oh like they're getting paid for this but I think that people can definitely tell when it's genuine and stuff so it's it's so funny which will like when people ask me for like talking points I always kind of just tell them like how do you explain it to like mm-hmm. someone you want to try it for the first time like mm-hmm. those are the talking points like whatever yeah. is most important to you because some people care about the fiber some people are just like yeah it's just a soda yeah it's lower in sugar and I'm like cool that's totally cool. well and it's really low in calorie I mean you can have three of them and that's like what like a one soda would be calories no it'd actually uh, be well I guess less real soda is 150 to 200 calories that's true and we're like 30 mm-hmm. so yeah it would be like seven or eight so that one day i drank five i was fine you, in, in sugar wise like we're kind of three grams on average like, yeah like traditional soda is like 40 to 50 grams that's true like, that is very true if you were to pour that many tablespoons of sugar out on the, on the counter and it's a lot look at it you'd be like holy smoke it's like 13 packets of sugar yeah okay this is such an important question and i really want to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about this because we're going to talk a lot about like business and olipop and all these things which you kind of already have but who is steven aside from Olipop, like who are you as a person if you were to describe yourself and you know like not include any of this what would you yeah. say about yourself um i would say i'm very like spontaneous and um we actually take these like pretty hardcore psycho- psychological assessments at Olipop, and like it's pretty interesting seeing mine i was like yeah i, I definitely am those i'm like it can be pretty impulsive. Like I act mm-hmm. quickly. I'm definitely a doer. I don't, I can't be bored. I'm like mm-hmm. very bad at that. I'm very loyal. 
Uh, I'm definitely a social butterfly. I have like, I, I my superpower is definitely like maintaining really like relationships. I think like mm-hmm. I've met literally like thousands and thousands of people over the last few years, and like I've been, I think I've been proud of myself and how I've been able to kind of like foster those relationships and stay in touch with people and. Um, it's difficult. It yeah. takes a lot of effort, to be honest, but it comes pretty natural to me. And I've always been a connector. Also, I would say most people would probably agree that I don't, I definitely don't take life too seriously. And that's like mm-hmm. the core. There's just, uh, Ben is our, co- our co-founder. Ben is like, just like me. He's a total really? girl. And he like, he, he goes to these big, you know, talks at these big conferences and stuff. And he just like messes with people kind of. Yeah. So many people like stick up their ass these days. Mm-hmm. And like, we're just... I go against the grain. Like I feel like outside agency parties when they have Zoom calls with us, it's like a laughing show because like I just like make jokes. And I'm like, I see your guys' posts on Instagram. I yeah. see all your little like screenshots of your Zoom screens and yeah, everything. Funny. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So it's like that's our culture too. And it's, yeah. It's like people love working at Lollipop. Like, mm-hmm. You have an amazing culture, and everyone's like literally obsessed with each other. I'm really obsessed with like democratizing better for you products. And we were kind of talking about this earlier, but there's so many of these products that are just too expensive to like ever help the people who really need it. Mm-hmm. And, um, what I love about Olipop is like, we're like very obsessed with trying to bring the price down as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Because we know people drinking soda are a price sensitive and B like, are never going to buy something that's $4 and they can right. buy a Diet Coke for 50 cents. So we'll right. never be a dollar. We use real ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like we're not using high fructose corn syrup, mm-hmm. and, like subsidized government subsidized crap ingredients. So like, we're never going to be that, that cheap. But, mm-hmm. um, the fact that we're like doing really well in Walmart and Target. And, oh like, yeah. Kroger, like it is scaling outside of just the health and wellness community. And mm-hmm. that is super important to me. Totally. Yeah. No, 100%. It's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of the people like just who, I mean, I know you guys see it, but like, I have a lot of people buy it like in post and be like, Oh, like Nicole. And these are like acquaintances, people I knew from high school, just like random people. Um, but it's funny. Cause like, I know none of these people are like health people, Yeah, you know? That's amazing. And so I'm like, but I, I can also see from what they post. It's like, they're probably going to target or Walmart. Like they're not going to like an air one or sprouts or whole foods or whatever. A lot of people tell me that recently that they're seeing people in their lives posting it who they know have never bought something healthy. Yeah. Which is like, that to me is how you make it. Well, and it's cool too. Cause I feel like if you start with something, like if, if someone can try something like Olipop and be like, okay, like this is an easy switch. Like I actually really enjoy this. This, and this is great. I feel like it can start to make you curious about being health conscious. It's Cause you're like, Oh, our, our mission. Yeah. that's really cool to make get people. It's just like a very easy first step in yeah. to this world and it bridges that gap. Okay. We've already talked about it a little bit, but for anyone who's watching this, who doesn't know, Give us like a very brief summary of like, what is Olipop? Why is it a thing? You know, if you, if you had like a sexy second timer and you were to explain it to a random person, what would you say Olipop is? I do this multiple times every day. Yeah. I figured you'd know the answer Um, to this. Olipop is like a soda that's actually good for you. It's high in fiber, low in sugar. The kind of science behind it is, or like the reason for it it exists is like 95% of Americans consume more than like the allotment of sugars was having a day and 95% of Americans don't get the 30 to 35 grams of fibers once they get in mm. a day. And then 60% of Americans have a chronic digestion issue once a week. Wow. And um, now it's like more than a third of Americans are diabetic and pre-diabetic. A lot of those gut issues and a lot of the diabetes issues come stems from added sugar from mm-hmm. the number one source of added sugar in the U.S. is sugar-sweetened beverages. So yeah. Not not a fiber in the diet, too much sugar, soda's the number one cause of that. Could we make a soda that's kind of swaps fiber for sugar uh, and actually tastes good? And that's mm-hmm. sort of the, the spiel behind it. But, but disguised in flavors that are very true to core, nostalgic, traditional soda flavors, as mm-hmm. opposed to like all these like, you know, fruit combo sparkling waters that exist. We, right. we went straight after traditional soda. So root beer, classic root beer, classic grape, strawberry cream soda, um, we have a cola, we have now a Dr. Pepper dupe, mm-hmm. a Sprite dupe, um, and then we've got kind of, there's two more kind of core soda flavors that, mm-hmm. will, that will launch, and then, mm-hmm. we'll, and then we'll... Can you tell us? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then we'll start, ha- we'll probably start getting creative. We're looking at a couple Some of other like, flavors. really interesting collabs that would be like way off the walls that are like almost are more in like dessert flavor category. Mm-hmm. So not to say too much, but... You guys should do um, strawberry kiwi. 
Put that on the list. That'd be good. We got a lot of requests for pineapple. Mmm, I don't know. Peaches, peaches, peach. peach Ooh, yeah, like a peaches and cream maybe or something. Was the top selling sample. Oh. Historically, so yeah, there's. there's Dang, I need to get in on these samples. Honestly, uh, most people at the company don't get to try them before they launch. Dang. Ben is founder and formulates them, obviously. So he's the one who kind of is in control. He has a lab at his house where he actually makes them, which is very unheard of. That's crazy. Most beverage founders don't know how to actually make them. Yeah. Pay for someone to do that. Yeah, he's actually making everything. He actually I was cares. At his house in Portland, he has like an entire fridge downstairs with all these different wow. flavors. And man, I was like, holy! But then he's like the other flavors he's like working on, and like trying to kind of recreate. And he has yeah, like old school versions of them. There was cool. Yeah, I want to meet Ben one day. He's, that's so cool. He's a very interesting fella. Well, that's amazing. Okay, that's a great answer. I love that. A soda that's better for you. That's great. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but like. How did you get involved? How did this, how, how are you, what are you to Olipop, you know, and like, how did you get in this position that you're in? So I was working at a venture capital fund in San Francisco, investing in better for you consumer brands. Met a ton of people there, learned a lot about the industry, really fell in love with it. Like I was in finance really before I like invest banking and it just like, that wasn't my mm -hmm. well, suit and tie, long hours in an office every day. Like just not my vibe. Right. Um, and so I went to, I got involved in this venture fund and then met, was, you know, meeting with like 30 brands a week for three years, met a lot of founders. I really love founders. I like really mm -hmm. appreciate the freaking chutzpah you need to start a company. It's like the craziest thing you mm -hmm. can do, but it's also the best learning experience you mm -hmm. can have, in my opinion. And um, I really wanted to get more involved with the brands at the fund, but that wasn't really our strategy. We didn't, we had a lot of portfolio companies and we didn't get super involved with any of them. And so yeah. I ended up, quitting and taking a job out of another food startup in LA and moved from San Francisco to LA. That actually went under within eight months. They like oh, wow. 40 million in funding all gone. Like it was Dang. a really crazy experience. It's a whole nother story, but, um, people had always kind of told me I should start consulting. I should start working with brands. Like people knew I knew how to like make pitch decks and how to yeah. pitch investors and like kind of play that whole game. Cause I've been on the other side of it. And so I literally started a consulting business and one of the first people, you know, founders I met when I was doing that was Ben and Dave. Mm. So I met this woman who's looking at investing in Olipop in the very, very early days. And she was like, Hey, I'm looking at this investment. Could you take a look at it? For mm -hmm. me? And I like fell in love immediately. I was That's like, so cool. I literally was like, this is going to change the world. Like a review wow. that's good for your gut. I knew gut health was like coming because mm -hmm. like, I was meeting all these startups that were focusing on gut health. So mm -hmm. you can kind of see where the trends are going. And um, I actually had David's number from, uh, I had actually met David when they had, Ben and David had a brand before called Obi that was like a probiotic kind of kefir sort gotcha, of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. more expensive, it was in glass bottle. Um, and I, met, I had a call with him, so I actually had his number and I called him and I just was like, I really love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I do help brands raise money, blah, 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 which I hadn't actually done. They were like my first one. <laughs> um, and they took a flyer on me. And so I came on to like help raise money um, we did that successfully and then I helped kind of launch it in LA. So I was like around since the very early days, I wasn't like a full-time, full-time employee until mm -hmm. like six months in. So I was like technically like employee three or four. Gotcha. Um, and then I was also, and I was like the first employee here in LA. And then, um, it just sort of kind of started taking off and my job is, my role has like kind of evolved as the business has evolved. So gotcha. I, I helped launch our e-commerce arm right before COVID, kind of like helped stand that up, try to, you know, how to figure out how to do Facebook ads, how to do mm -hmm. influencer marketing. And then, um, I manage all of our fundraising too. So gotcha. like two dozen big celebrity investors, a bunch of venture capital funds. And I pulled in most of those people and kind of manage that whole process. Mm -hmm. And then through that, I've met enough, I've met a lot of people in like the media entertainment world. And that's sort of like how the Camilla deal came together. Mm -hmm. So I work on all of our like partnerships and marketing right. and fundraising. It all kind of like ties together. And then I started our TikTok account two years ago and so you fully run that. That's, I mean, other than obviously the content that's on there, but like, you're the one, um, kind I of honestly have as much time. I, last year I was like really in the weeds. I, I would like check all of our notifications, mm -hmm. every night respond back to things. I would be looking for creators to work with. Um, the business has just evolved and grown a lot. Right. I obviously hired Sarah. She like, she runs the day to day of the account. Oh, like, she's amazing. She's so cute. She's amazing. Yeah. She, her, Sarah and Izzy are awesome. Um, Izzy runs Instagram. Who's the other girl? So there's Sarah, and then there's a girl named Diana, and there's a Diana. girl named Nyla. So Diana's brother has a huge TikTok account. Him and his dad. Gotcha. And, and their dad do Johnny Drinks, which is like a... Gotcha. And it, I met John in New York, like, at a party, like, mm -hmm. two, three years ago. I was, like, trying to learn TikTok, and 
we actually did some a paid post with him and his dad on their oh, page. Cool. And then he was like, hey, my sister is graduating college and she's pretty good at TikTok. She had her own account. And I was like, can she make us some videos and we'll just test them out? Mm-hmm. And they were like funny and she was yeah. good at the trends and the editing. And so her, I found her and then Sarah kind of at the same time. Sarah's story is actually great. She had posted a TikTok that was like, one of her friends had accidentally group chatted her saying, I can't believe Sarah's trying to be a creator or an influencer or whatever. And she like made a video about that. And it was like, I could tell it was going viral. It had like a hundred thousand views in like an hour. And I commented on it saying, should I give you a brand deal just to piss your friend off from that? Mm-hmm. Woke up that had 10,000 likes. Wow. Video without a views. <laughs> I remember you telling me this actually, that's so funny. And I just was like, well, I guess we have to do this. Like, yeah. And so she we made, try to she stay on our word. Videos and they were good. They were really good. Yeah. And then she emailed me like six other ideas. And I was like, these are really good. I was like, what do you do? She's like, I actually do social media for brands. Mm. One of which was a, uh, a subdivision of a huge, one of our the huge competitors. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, are you, oh, are you open to come in and do this full time? Mm-hmm. And so she, we brought her on like, that was like eight, 15 months ago now. That's so cool. And they crush it. They're both so good. Yeah, no, they're amazing. And it's cool too. Cause they, you know, you kind of see their face and you know, yeah, like they're all like pop girls. Yeah, it's, sorry. Like TikTok is just that you just in the post. It's, yeah. It's no, like, da- I mean, definitely. Content. The algorithm rewards you the more. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a, you, but you have to start somewhere. So we just right. started. I just like August, 2021. I was just like, we just got to start. And so I actually have. To- so about two years ago, you guys started, you said. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you guys have almost 300k right yeah i mean it's exploded this year like yeah you guys have crushed i think when i first started following you guys you had like 114k maybe we've been adding like last year we were adding like 100 to 200 followers a day this year we've been like a thousand a day that's really cool yeah, i don't it's hard to pinpoint exactly why it's just like me duh no, just kidding. it's gotta be, <laughs> it's gotta be me <laughs> we have a pretty robust like our product placement and seating on TikTok mm-hmm. is pretty big and that's just past a billion views on our partner hashtag and that obviously like helps obviously. yeah definitely uh, but it's also just like exploded in stores this year too our definitely sales in, like almost every store have doubled since the beginning of the year that's so cool it's crazy good for you guys that's amazing. We just, we just put some press out about this, but we'll be like over 200 million in sales this year. I saw that. Yes. I was I was researching about Very it. Very few beverage brands get past like 10 million, like yeah. 100, and we'll be way past that. That's incredible. I love that. Okay, cool. So you kind of answered that. Um, these questions, this one's kind of hard. I don't know. I mean, no, actually, you will know this. What's the founder story? Why did he, What? why was he just like, I'm going to make Olipop? Like, where did this come from? Yeah, so there's two co-founders. So, okay, so Ben and David, the co-founders. Yeah. Ben is, like, the most interesting person you'll ever meet. Like, grew up in, like, a pretty, like, rough environment. Actually, in Northern California, but, mm. like, very poor. Dad passed away when he was three. Oh, wow. Um, he was actually, like, overweight when he was in high school, I guess, and, like, went on similar to you, like, went on a whole health journey, mm-hmm. went raw vegan. I think he lost 60 pounds in four months or something. Wow. Um, and got super, I mean, Ben is like the, the literal smartest person I ever met. He mm-hmm. like a 180 IQ or something. And so like wow. when he puts his mind to something, he becomes He's dedicated. Yeah. And so he started actually like formulating his like kombuchas in, in like, I think he dropped out of his first year of college and started his first kombucha company. Wow. And so like, again, you, it's impossible to start a beverage company. You need like, Dang, we hated on kombucha. And well, <laughs> now it's full circle. Yeah. And so he like developed his own culture bank and all this crazy stuff. Um, like probiotic culture bank mm-hmm. and then um that ended up going it's like so hard to start a beverage company you need so much money and connections and yeah none of those, so. well and there's so many beverages out there it's like what's going to make you different yeah, yeah. one probably has like 500 beverages mm-hmm. so he that went under and then he was like i need a business partner who understands the business side more and then he met david who was at diageo which is a huge alcohol brand they own like johnny Walker gotcha and off and he was like a senior marketing person there. They met up and they was living in Oakland at the time. They met in San Francisco. They started a beverage brand together called Obi that was a like a probiotic soda. Gotcha. Was like more like it was like a lot. It was more like a kombucha, mm-hmm. kind of, honestly. And it did okay. They took some money from a group that was like backed by Coke and they ended up like kind of having a falling out with them. And they left that, sold that business to those investors. And Ben's whole like entire being is around gut health and the, the brain gut axis and the connection. And he was just like, kind of the same thing I was saying before, like obsessed with democratizing better for you products, mm-hmm. wanting to bring them to the masses. And he's considered like, I would assume he's got to be one of the best beverage formulators alive. Like very few people. It's cool that he literally is the one like crazy. testing stuff. Truly, he's literally making all of them. He's made every single one of them. That's actually crazy. Yeah, it's unheard of. And so... 
he kind of had this like he went to Japan after they sold that that last business and had this like come to Jesus moment. I was like, I think I can make a soda that actually has like this much fiber in it and mm-hmm. actually make it taste good. And came back and like worked on the first formulas for a few months and then, um, you know, launch, we launched it. Like I kind of got involved like August of twenty eighteen. So when did it officially? When did Olipop like? September second, twenty eighteen. We sold our first can at Erewhon. I remember that. Wow, at Erewhon too. Erewhon. Number one. Number one's the only drink in Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That doesn't shock me. Yeah. So a lot of cans there. I mean. But we're also like the number one selling like root beer at Target now. Ahead of yeah. Like, that makes sense. Pretty wild stats. Yeah. Well, we kind of, you kind of answered this already, but I have to know because it, for those of you who don't know the story, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the story, which is so funny of like how this all came about. So I had started my podcast and I think I'd done it for about two months when you found me, two and a half, maybe I'd put out a couple episodes and the, the clips on TikTok were performing really well. Um, and as everyone knows, and I've said this before, but like, I've always been an Olipop drinker, like for, I don't know when I first got into it. I'm trying to remember when I first found you guys, but at least for a year before you found me, I'd been drinking it like avidly, like all the time. And I had posted you guys all the time just because I just, it was just in my life. Like I would post grocery hauls and be like, and I got Olipop and like whatever. Um, but anyways, yeah, long story short, I had started my podcast, whatever. It's like two in the morning, two in the morning. And I get this Oh, well actually. Okay. We'll start here a couple months. I don't know. Was it you? Some Olipop followed me back a couple months before you guys worked with me. I had followed you guys and I don't know who I tagged you in a couple things and you guys had followed me back. I mean, probably it was me. It might've been you. I don't know who it was, but someone followed me back and messaged me and was like, we love you or like something like that. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm friends with Olipop, whatever. But that, that's all that had ever come from it. And I think I had I don't know if I ever emailed you guys. I think I had sent in an email when I first started TikTok and I had like 80K and was like, I want to work with you guys. They just like ignored me for months, years. No idea. I mean, I don't really know if it ever went through, but I'm just saying like, I know that there was messages or something of me trying to like be like, oh, and even I remember seeing, I think mainly too, I would comment because you guys would comment back to me and be like, oh, I love you guys. Um, commenting is for sure the best way to get yeah. attention. And that's what I do to get attention of other creators I want to work with too. Yeah, no, definitely. On their stuff. 100%. You can, like, put someone, you can like become known in like a music artist fan base by just like living in the comments. Like, yeah. I mean, especially with your guys' little logo and like yeah. check mark. Do you guys have a check mark? Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'd kind of like, we had kind of crossed paths and whatever. Long story short, 2 a.m., I get a message from Olipop, and you guys were like, well, it's you. Steven was like, um, why are you not on our PR list? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Why? Yeah. What the heck? Mm-hmm. How rude. And then somehow it transitioned into you asking if you could sponsor the podcast. And I remember, like, seeing your post whenever it was, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then I, like, hadn't seen your page in a while, and then it, I could, it like, was that, like, 300K or something. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you blew up. And I see the, you see the, it's the beauty of TikTok is it has democratized views. Right. Like, on Instagram, you're having to ask influencers for screenshots of things, and are these mm-hmm. views real? Are their followers real? Like, it's all out there on TikTok. Right, so you can makes, see. like, pricing things out, and, like, it's different. Sometimes it's different because, like, I always want to show up in good videos. I always tell people, like, I don't want a sponsored video. I want to sponsor your video. Mm-hmm. I want to show up in your good content that the algorithm knows you're making. Like, if you just made, like, well, maybe your page is a little different, but certain creators, like, if they have a lane they play in, then, like, they throw an Olipop ad mm-hmm. as, like, a different video. Like, they never perform well. It's, like, right. that's not their video. That's not their content. And I feel like brands don't get that. I see so many brands with yeah. these big... I know how like expensive partnerships with these influencers and then mm-hmm. they're usually getting like, a million views a video and then that one does like 80k and it's like because that's not their normal content like, right they show up in your normal content that performs well versus that's why we do a lot of partnerships with people who cook and do mm-hmm. food stuff food related stuff because totally just, like, i just want them to throw the can at the end of the video yeah you just want it to be shown product yeah. placement yeah which i think is so interesting that's a whole nother topic of conversation because i think that that's such a smart approach not that any construction worker we work with on TikTok is uh, Thomas. He does he like pack lunches and like show he, his, his lunches? Mom packs his lunches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we basically pay the family to like show up in his lunch twice a week, and he's gone from like fifty to like 
I think he's over like 700k now. He's like, oh my god, got a full brand deal from Chobani. Like he's, oh wow, so he's crushing it. And like we get, I get so many comments and tags. I'm like, found this from Thomas. Found this from wow. Like he definitely moves products. Like that's sick. Yeah, yeah. So I guess his first brand deal. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, you guys were essentially my. I mean, I had one brand deal before you guys. It was like a four video greens. Yeah. Sponsorship, but I'd never really like done any other sponsorship. So you guys were maybe like my first, like, like very like legit that I like wanted to do. Like I said, I had other people reach out, but I was never like, this makes a lot of sense. But yeah, obviously when you guys reached out, I was like, I mean, duh, like this makes a ton of sense for me. I already post. It was literally, I cried. Well, I was just like, this is like a, if I could have like prayed for a brand, cause like that was the thing when I started my podcast, I was like, I want this to be my job. I want this to be my job. And you know, I'm like, I don't know how that's going to happen, but like, I want to be able to really like quit my job. And I was so sick of what was happening in my life. And so I was so ready for a change. And so it's crazy because it's like, social media is so interesting and brand deals and all that and whatever. But one thing that's so important to me and one thing that like, obviously comes across on my content is like, I'm a very honest, vulnerable person and I don't want to be fake. And so that was always a fear of like, okay, I want to find something that makes sense for me. And so then when you guys reached out, I was like, this is like literally what I actually drink. Like my followers already know that I love this. Like if I incorporate this into what I'm doing, they're not going to be like, Oh, she's just made, like, you know, they're going to be like, Oh, like she loves Olipop. Do you know what I mean? And that so I was like, like what I, that's what I look for when I'm looking yeah. like, we have a couple of athletes I'm working with now who like do drink it, but have never shared it. And like, there's an art to like having them sort of tease it and showing mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm like teaching these people how to do this. Cause yeah. they don't, they're not content creators. Right. So, right. Um, I just got some photos back from this, uh, football player who we're working with and they were like, that was like the packaging was still on the box and like he was just like in his kitchen mm-hmm. I was like no sir like, you're like you get a little better examples. I was like let's yep. go do something with it he did another video with him like working out yeah and like drinking one after I was like perfect yeah something simple um so I guess I'll kind of ask which this all ties in which you kind of already answered but like when you found me like why like what about my page because I feel like I'm a little different than some of the creators you work with what was it that you were like oh like this girl like, this makes sense. I mean, the authenticity, obviously. Um, the fact that you were, like, actually a very big fan was very clear. And then, um, yeah, the vulnerability, that's, like, a huge internal, like, kind of, uh, what's that word? Um, it's, like, a pillar. It's, like, a core pillar of a life. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time. Um and then, I mean, your backstory is super interesting. Mm-hmm. The Mormon tie is, is an interesting one. Yeah, I got all those Mormons watching <laughs> watching I mean, me because the drink. They do, yeah, they do. So <laughs> that, that definitely was, was a factor as well. And, I mean, you're obviously in, in L.A. now, but I like that you were – I love finding people in different pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can't just focus on, like, New York and L.A. Influence yeah, because, no, absolutely. It's too niche. So. Especially now, like, nationwide at Walmart, Target, yeah. GB in Texas. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always trying to find – we're, like, doing a bunch of stuff in Cincinnati this summer. Mm-hmm. Like Kroger headquarters is, which is a huge grocery store chain. Um, and so I'm, like, talking to people in Cincinnati trying to figure out who, like, the Cincinnati mom influencers are so mm-hmm. we, can, we can work with them. Yeah, it, it's cool because, like, I think that – I don't know. I feel like everyone I've ever seen – with that Olipop partner hashtag is a little different. Like, I don't know. I feel like you guys are pretty specific, I guess I would say. Like, I don't, like, whenever I see, like, obviously there's a lot of food people and stuff, but a lot of times it's kind of like these very genuine, kind of like not influencer influencers. Yeah, Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like, I, I call them creators. Like, yeah. Like, like, we used to do a lot of the influencer stuff on Instagram, and it was like, so repetitive and I think yeah. a lot of those people reach out like all the same audience and now mm-hmm. I'm like laser focused on finding new audiences and um yeah they're, they're, my criteria is either like they have to be a super fan like you or mm-hmm. they have to have some sort of content lane that makes their audience care what they're eating and drinking mm-hmm. like if you do beauty and skincare videos like does anyone totally care no one cares thinking, right yeah it's like a lot of people we've worked with who have like eight nine million followers for like dancing or something they do mm-hmm. like I basically judge it based on like you know the views versus what we're paying and comments. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all I totally. Of. And so if I've had some bigger post we've done annoyingly that like got very little comments and the engagement was worse and the 
So it's like, I always try to stay in that lane of like, yeah. who is influential in right. the food space, right? Like yeah. Action Bronson is an example. He's like a rapper in New York mm. and has a food show on Hulu. And like, he has extreme influence mm-hmm. over, you know, over what people eat and drink. So he's like an interesting, you know, potential partner for us. That's awesome. I will tease two things that I can't give all the specifics on, but yeah. two like really cool, high profile Music video integrations. We mm. just filmed one. We're doing another one in two weeks. So cool. They're iconic. They're with massive artists. That's um, crazy. And they're like really thoughtfully done. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like an ad. Um, it's like so cool. And that's I'm so, so cool. Excited. I mean, that's literally what I feel like is so different about you guys is all of your sponsored stuff doesn't feel like an ad. And that's why I think that your Olipop partner hashtag does perform well, which it's interesting because typically with brands, when you do get brand deals, it's like, we want you to say this. We want you to do this. We want you to set it here. But, I've given a brief to a creator in like two years. No, I remember when I was like, I was kind of confused because I was like, okay, like, what do you want me to do? You're like, ah, just like tag us and like, just like make it look good. And I was like, all right. <laughs> don't want to be sold to. No, I know. I, I agree. And so... You just want to I show agree. up in cool places at the right time. That's sort of my strategy. And um, if you watch about movies from like I've been on like a '90s movie kick recently, like Coke is in every freaking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on the table everywhere. I, I don't know if they were paying or not. I'm sure they were back in mm-hmm. the day, but like that's what I'm going for. It needs to be like, seen. Advertising is very important, and there's like yeah. very like smart and sophisticated ways to do it, but also just like showing up in the right. Yeah. You need a combination of of the two. But I think what's cool too about it is that I think that rather than like a paid ad where people just like talk through the product, I think that when people see it, it creates a curiosity and people love figuring things out. Like if, if I see something and I'm like, what is that? Or like what, you know, if I get curious about something, like I want to figure it out. So I think that you know, we always talk about this, like the comments on my Olipop videos, even especially on Facebook are like, what's that drink? Like, what is she holding? What is she drinking? Like people are like, they're intrigued into the sense of like, if they haven't experienced it instead of me flat out in every video being like this Olipop, by the way, like a better soda for you. It's like, they're turning and like, like also, what is this curiosity and then later do a video that I can yeah. Okay. This one's so important. If you answer wrong, you're canceled. Who is your favorite Olipop ambassador? Nicole. Wow. Nicole, I, I couldn't have guessed Nicole. it. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of her. She's like has a lot of trauma, right? What's her full, full name? Nicole Donna Mitchell. Oh, Donna. So Donna is my middle name. People always think Donna is my last name. Yeah, okay. But it's not. Nicole. Don't be deceived. But it's because when I was married, my last name was McCormick. And so it was a lot easier to keep the Nicole Donna because, like, the last name was confusing yeah, yeah. and that's what it was. And so, you know, trauma things or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I guess you kind of already talked ben, about this. Ben, ben is a big trauma guy. Oh, he is? I, I need to get Ben on here too. Yeah, ben, ben, ben should definitely come on. That's he, cool. He is, he's the one who's taught, who taught me everything I know. That's about, so cool. Sociopaths and trauma and um, the body keeps the score. He gave me that book. Yes. It's a good one. I need to read that. I think I've actually heard of that book, it's, but it's, I do believe in that it's principle. High, high impact book. Yeah. All right. It's cool because Olipops, you guys are just different. You're very different. Like, I don't really know how to describe you guys. Like, even just working with you, like, everything is just very different. And you guys are very much like, kind of like it's like a very, like, family yeah. feel of like everyone, you know? Like and Sarah, you guys. Izzy, Sarah runs our TikTok, Izzy runs our Instagram. Like, we're texting all day. We're like, yeah. throwing out ideas, checking yep. videos. Like, this is funny. Mm-hmm. Let's keep this one in the back. Like, there's a method to the madness. Like, there's a mm-hmm. reason it is what it is. And, like, we're all maniacally obsessed. Totally. But not, like, insane. I think it's obsessed in, like, a- <laughs> in a healthy way. Yeah. I, I would agree. That's how I feel. Like, people know I love it, but it's, like, you know, I don't know. That's a funny. Healthy, a healthy addiction. A healthy addiction. That's right. What are some of your favorite things about Should your position? Should we start position? an Olipop Anonymous? <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna file that one away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that put that one in your back pocket. Get yeah. Olipop pop addict. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Yeah, we're, we're we like meet every week. We're like, so how are you doing? How many did you drink this what week? Flavors this <laughs> what flavor are you liking? How are your poops? My flavors do change. Like I my favorites that. change. I do too. They kind of like even the strawberry vanilla. When I first drank it, I was like, eh. Now I like love it. Even just like different times a year, call for mm-hmm. like, the crisp apple. You had that. Oh my gosh, the crisp apple is incredible. I'll be back this winter. That's that's one of my favorites you know, as well. Blackberry vanilla back. You told me. 
about it, and I still haven't been able to try it, and I'm mad. There isn't any anymore. Uh, Blackberry prices went up. Oh my gosh! So that that makes sense because when you were like, "Oh, orange cream's ending," I'm like, "Why?" Like that's the best flavor. Like not the best flavor, but it's one of the best flavors. So I'm like, "Why would they?" It was a summer flavor. Each of the last two years at Whole Foods, and it did yeah. really well. But um, I think there was an issue on a couple of the ingredients getting too expensive. If yeah. We sell it on the shelf at two forty nine every day and make the money that we need to make to run mm-hmm. the business. We just no that makes sense it's just a business move i mean watermelon lime is gonna be like a big i think you guys are gonna have lime juice is also expensive that's a yeah but yeah it's, don't, it's, don't get rid of watermelon lime yeah, and orange cream people are obsessed with watermelon lime when that goes it's just in sprouts right now but oh my gosh steven kid you not grace was here she can attest to this so i brought in that case to me the producer david and grace and we all drank one and had them do the little taste test or whatever genuinely the next morning I wake out, wake up, they're gone. There were three of us there. I woke up and David was like, Oh, do you have any more? And I was like, I have one left, but I need it for my podcast. And so he literally drank it. And then I would like pour something fake in the water. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted it that bad. I'm like, okay, fine. It's a it's, it's think about like being on the beach and like having a watermelon lime. Yeah. It's so good with mezcal too. Oh, I, I'm not a big drinker, but I would try it. It's so good. Okay, let's see. Um, now we get to do the fun stuff. Yes. Can I take a pee break? Oh, yeah. Okay. He drank too much Olipop. <laughs> I had a couple different ideas, but I think this is the best one because probably the most common question I get in my DMs about Olipop and just from friends is like, what flavors do I get? What are the best flavors? And I've like made a couple videos and stuff, but we're going to set the record straight. We're going to go through and try each flavor. And me and you are both going to make a master list rating them. <laughs> I was thinking we would do um, a blind taste test, but I was like, we know the flavors. We would both uh, win. Yeah, like, there's no way we wouldn't know what everything was. People, sometimes people do it on TikTok and, like, get it wrong. I'm like, what are you testing different? Bro, never. Comments being like, there's no strawberry in the strawberry milk. I'm like, what? Like, no, I genuinely, if if you were to pour every single one of these, I would be able to name yeah, every single one. It, in, in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even be hard. Okay, there's your whiteboard. All right, guys, this is called. Um, Have you had every flavor? Steven, you act like a, yes. Like every single? Every single flavor. Even cherry vanilla? Yes. Um, so we're going to go through and we're going to be honest. Steven, I know you work for Ali Pop, but you need to be honest and put your least favorite. But it's not like we're saying we don't like any. You're just doing the top to the bottom of the best flavors. So right now we have, the only flavor we're missing, guys, is a ginger lime. Or ginger lemon. Ginger lemon yeah. Vintage cola, ginger lemon, and strawberry vanilla were the first two. Did you know the ginger really? cola used to be called cinnamon cola? Oh. And when we were doing like events and demos, people would like be like, I don't know, is it gonna taste like fireball? Is it like really spicy? Uh, like, no, it was just like some cinnamon in it, you can't really taste it. So we changed it to vintage cola. I do like the name vintage cola better, but yeah, I think it's like it came with brown actually, not silver. Oh wow. A relic from the past. Ollie rankings. Ollie rankings. Ollie rankings. Mine's gonna look better, but it's okay. Just kidding. I just had to roast you real quick, which is funny because I like when we we started talking and like we were trying to plan working together, we were like low key roasting each other the whole time. <laughs> Don't you remember? I was like, oh, this guy's so funny. All right, let's start with the OG, one of the OGs, vintage cola. That was a good crack. Thank you. The next one in the mic too. Oh, true. That 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 ASMR. All right, guys, vintage cola. We're going to tell you. Oh, and you know, this is great for the audience, too. Let's try it. We're going to rate it, but let's talk about what it tastes like. Cheers. Just the classic. It's such like a warm flavor. Yeah. Like it it makes me kind of feel like. Like almost in a, a winter flavor, not in a bad way. Yeah. I think important to know with Olipop is it's definitely the best if it's been in the fridge for at least 12 hours. Yes. Because it allows it to properly recarbonate. Mm-hmm. And like a warm Olipop, it's not nearly as good. Right. So I mean, like I... Over ice is the best. Oh, probably. yeah. Um, I love a good warm Olipop, though. I'll drink it. I, it's, I think if you're a hardcore Coke drinker, 
the cold is probably going to leave you wanting more, but if you're a diet soda drinker, it's pretty spot. I agree. I would agree because it kind of like diet soda kind of has like a coconutty sweeter flavor. And yeah. I feel like this kind yeah. of has a little bit of a fruity There's flavor. Also 50 milligrams of green tea caffeine. Gotcha. It's okay. Just, just like Vintage cola. I'm going to just do VC. So, so one out of 10, right? Ah, man. And then we got to show each other what we put. Yeah. Okay. 6.9. 7.9. Okay, let me explain mine. It's just that I wouldn't choose vintage cola over like the root beer or anything else. Like of the soda flavors, I vintage cola is my least favorite. Now, I also am a Dr. Pepper girl over a Coke girl. So that plays into it. Yeah. So like it's a solid flavor. If you're gonna like if you get vintage cola, you're gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be yeah. a good time. But it's yeah, not like at the top. It's a very good beverage, but like in the greatness of the Olipop yeah. family. It's not the top. It's not number one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad we can agree on that. Yeah. All right. Now. I do crave it randomly, though. Like, I'll randomly. No, I know. I randomly crave it most of our place. So, even sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to go crazy and get a cherry vanilla. Yeah. Just, just. Well, you know what's funny? I used to when I first started drinking Olipop because I'm a Utah girly. Oh. Oh, crack it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a Utah girly, when I used to drink Olipop. I, uh, I would make, I would do the like Utah thing. I would put coconut cream sweetener the, and vanilla, the dirty, soda. the dirty soda with the vintage cola. Are you ready guys? A little root beer moment. That actually sounded crazy. And did you hear that? That was incredible. Always, whenever we do like podcast sponsorships, I always ask them in the notes to crack a can in the. That's a genius. Crack a can in the mic. All right, root beer, everyone. We gotta cheers it. Cheers to the top selling flavor. Might I add? Number one. It's so clean. I love the root beer. is incredible. The root beer is no notes. Just. It's to me, it's the, the perfect can. It's it's really incredible. And you know what's interesting actually is I don't like root beer traditionally. Oh, interesting. I love an Olipop root beer. Stewart's root beer and birch beer are my two favorites growing up. And really? I would love if we made a birch beer at one point. It's like is that a northeast thing? I don't know. Have you ever had birch beer? Mm -mm. Yeah, me and my grandpa would go mini golfing um, at the beach when we were kids and we'd always get a birch beer over ice at the end. Alright, let's let's get one. Nine out of ten. Ten. Perfect. I'm only like, gonna give one ten. Yeah. Oh, you're only allowed oh wow, and you're gonna give it to root beer? Um maybe that's live one more that I think okay. I say you get three tens. That's all you get. Okay, okay. Three tens. I'm going to give it a nine only because it's incredible. And if you like root beer, you're going to drink this and you're going to want this more than root beer. Literally. Even for me who doesn't like root beer, I love it. It's just I'm more of a fruity flavor girl. That's why I'm not giving it a ten. You're a fruit stand girl. Yeah, I'm a fruit stand girl. So, like, I'm going to drink the root beer. I'm going to love it. But if I have the choice between a root beer and a fruity one I love, I'm going to choose a fruity one. Something in the root beer tastes, like, so good. There's, like, a creamy vanilla note. Yeah, it's kind of like a cream soda. Oh, wait, let's get another crack. Now, But see, the top. It's giving me issues, so I'm trying to show it. Oof. That one wasn't as smooth. Maybe it's a sign that this one isn't the best. So, wait, is Orange Squeeze OG? No, it's probably, like, the fifth or sixth. Like, okay, fair enough. Second year, though. Do you know what it ranks in, in sales? It's very hard to flavor rank because certain flavors are just in a lot more stores. Mm. So, like, their sales are higher, but they're also just, like, it, it root beer is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, orange squeeze is only in, like, half the stores. I'm not going to lie. It's very different around the country, to be honest. I haven't had an orange squeeze in, like, a long time. And I'm like, maybe I actually like it more than I thought I did. That's like a very true orange soda. I know. It's a pretty bang on for, like, if you if you grew up, like, on Slice huh. or Orange Fanta, like, it's pretty spot. Okay, maybe I like that one a little more than I thought I did. That, that kind of... See, this is good, though, that we're trying them, though, because it's, like, kind of getting you, you know, in the present moment. All right, I'm going to do... Hmm. I like the name, too. Orange Squeeze. That's cute. All right. Three, two, one. 7.8. 7 oh, I went higher than you. Yeah. I actually like the Orange Squeeze. 
that that kind of shocked me. That might be, I might be drinking that a little more often now. It's good. It's not, and that one's in store too. And you're a fruit girl. I, I am a fruit girl. Yeah. I just think the reason I gravitated away from orange squeeze is because I love the orange cream so much. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna yeah. choose. You know. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna. You know, let's actually go straight to the orange cream from the orange squeeze because that just makes sense. It's sadly not going to be very cold, but... That's okay. It's okay. You know what? All right, guys. This one is actually probably, like, if I had a top three, this would probably in the top be in the top three. And I haven't had it in a long time because I haven't been able to find it. So this is, this is precious cargo right here. All right. My friend sent me a picture yesterday. She's staying at a hotel in Venice. And they had orange cream in the hotel mini bar. I was like, literally. How did how? they get that? I do not know. <sighs> it's so good. It's so good. Oh my gosh. It's it, you know what it's like? It's like an orange Julius. Like vanilla orange, just delicious. Oh my gosh. It's so creamy and delish. Wow. It tastes like a full-blown dessert. Like, literally. Are you a floats girl? Do you make super floats at Alpha? Uh, yes. Yeah. You should make popsicles. I actually, popsicles. I actually just saw a popsicle maker, and I had the thought. Really? I literally had the thought. Okay, wait, so. Popsicles. Orange cream. I'm just, like, eating a popsicle on my TikTok <laughs> podcast. I'm like, guys, this is made with all the pop. Okay, gosh, what do I do for, th okay. A prebiotic pop. Wow. Hey, that that's kind of a. It's not a bad idea. All right, ready. Eight point nine. Ten. Ten out of ten, boys and girls. R.I.P. You know. R.I.P. R.I.P. So maybe the orange cream will come back, guys. But just know that it's really good. And that one's just like I mean, there's nothing that could be changed about that. That's incredible. That's better than. No notes. It's just incredible. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about it. Okay, wait. Where do we go next? Cherry cola? Cherry cola. It took me a long time to get my hands on this one. It's only at Target. Why is that? It was made exclusively for them. Interesting. They mostly Target. If Target make, has an exclusive on any product, it's usually red. They usually want red. Ah. Uh, and so they have it for a year, which is up in August, and then it'll go into other stores. Interesting. I'm going to let you crack this one. I That makes a lot of sense. I just would have never thought of that. The retailers always want exclusives. Mine was better, but... It was. Bottoms up. This one's good. I love a good cherry cola moment. If I, okay, if you're going to get a cola, I would get this over vintage cola. This one is really incredible. It's, it's really good. I agree. I got a little Olipop on my board. I'm cleaning it up. Oh, man, that's hard. Three, two, one, eight. 8.6. Yeah. I was considering doing an 8.2, but it's a solid eight. Like you're not, you're not going to be disappointed if you get a cherry cola. You're going to enjoy it. I crave them randomly too. They're very good. I don't live near a Target. I like never go to Target, so. No, me either. All right, we're gonna go classic grape. I'm gonna give you some redemption here, to crack it in the mic really well. A good little ASMR moment. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not me spilling on myself all day today. Grape is iconic. I don't know what else to say. I uh. I couldn't agree more. It's incredible. If you're, if you want to like go back into your childhood, but you want to do something healthy, I was convinced do the grape. there was a hint of lime in it at the end. Hmm. And I was just up at Ben's house, and he told me a fact that's not true. So oh. I feel like you get a hint of lime at the end, but I don't really get that. But like, it's hmm. so it's made with real Concord grape juice instead of grape concentrate, which is like any grape drink wow. has always been concentrate. So right, you can taste the realness. It oh have yes. That, like, but, but it's so like, sweet because grapes are so sweet. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to oh, go man. with 11 out of 10. Oh, wow. Ooh. I'm going to give a 9.5 out of 10. I think I do like I 
Push comes with shove, grape versus root beer. I think I'm going grape. Really? Right now. Yeah. Okay, I can agree to that, but I mean, I literally fruit beer put nine, 9.5 for grape, so. Yeah, yeah. The proof is in the pudding, people. I'm an honest raider. The grape is just like, when people ask me, like, which one should I get to try first, I always tell them go grape. So when people ask me that question, I always say, what's your favorite soda? Because, like, mm. you're going to like the one that's, like, your right. favorite soda. So it's, like, pick up the one that sounds the best to you. Because, like, some people like the fruit flavors. Some people like the soda mm -hmm. flavors. I find that most people either like one or the other. And then, mm -hmm. like, not as hot on one. But that's fine. Do something for everyone. That's yeah. I personally feel like... The grape is good because it's it's almost like, yes, it's like a childhood drink, but, like, I think when first-time triers try, like, the vintage cooler, they're going to compare it too much to Coke. Yeah. You know what I the mean? grape is a good gateway drug. Yeah, it is. Gets you addicted. <laughs> Start with grape. We'll lead into all the others. Okay, we've got two left. Oh, three. We'll do Dr. Goodwin. Dr. Goodwin. This is our Dr. Pepper dupe. Yep. Goodwin is Ben's last name. Did you know that? It's whose last name? Ben. Oh, really? It's incredible. People are always like, who's Goodwin? I have to say, I do love doc, real Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. Actually, like, on random on road trips, I'll, like, grab a Diet Dr. Pepper every now and then. Um, it's got Diet Dr. Pepper vibes, for it's sure. It's got Diet Dr. Pepper vibes. It's not bang on. Dr. Pepper yeah. has 23 different fruits in it. And wow. It's, it's, like, a secret. that It's, like, it's like really hard to master. paper that's, like, locked in a vault in yeah. Waco, Texas or something. Mm. And so... Gotta ben get that obviously paper. tried to, like, engineer... No, I feel like Ben did a really good job. I've never... I mean, for trying to make a Dr. Pepper dupe, I still love I, it. I crave it, too, randomly. It's yeah, I still my, love it's it. It's not my top, but... All right, I'm gonna... Three, two, one. 7.3. Okay. Yes. That's a fair rating, I feel like. It's like, it's... it's You're gonna enjoy it. You're not gonna not like it. I mean, I, there's not one Olipop flavor I don't enjoy. There's not a single one that I'm like, nope. Like, yeah. I, really I just enjoy some Even more than our others. Worst selling flavors still sell very well at Whole Foods. It's like oh yeah. If, you, if that was the only olive thing in there, it would be like it's wild how well it sells. If someone the gave cream, me an option, I saw I was never a big cream soda person. Mm -hmm. And when we launched it, I was like, ah, I'll probably not drink that. Yeah. Much. Obsessed. It's so good. I love the cream soda because I just I have a big sweet tooth and this one's really sweet. You should tap your fingers on it. Yeah. ASMR. There you go. Cream soda, everyone. Go and buy it at your local. Where is this one sold? Whole Foods. Oh, cream is not. It's not in Whole Foods. It's in Target. Target. Find this at your local Target, guys. Cream soda. Okay, ready? It might be in Walmart now. I think I've seen it other places in just Target. No, it's definitely in other places than Target, but I know it's in Target. I love a good cream soda moment. The cream soda is really, it's really good. This, with like a cream soda float with some vanilla ice cream, Fire. would go crazy. Mmm. Okay. I definitely need a high rating for that guy. All right, three, two, one, 9.3. 9 cream soda is like definitely, if you haven't had cream soda before, you need to get it. Root beer, grape, cream. That's probably on my top three. We'll see what mine are at the end. Okay, we've got... Oh, did we do strawberry vanilla? No. We'll do that, and then we have watermelon lime, and we're done. Strawberry vanilla is great. You know what I love about strawberry vanilla? It's... It's not overly sweet. It's like a very mild, just simple taste. Like I, I, I love it. A strawberry vanilla is incredible. Too, after the beer, in terms of really, I mean, it's also so cute. You have to think like the the marketing on that is incredible. Okay, three, two, one, eight point five. Eight point one. All right, guys. Last flavor, sadly. Yeah, fiber in. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really said this, but every can of lollipop does have nine grams of fiber in it, which is like really two, incredible. Two big bowls of broccoli's worth. But I need that because I all need it. Everybody needs. I it. I need that in my, in my Everybody system. Everybody has tummy issues. No one does. <laughs> no one eats enough fiber. Wow. That was, that was clean. That was actually the very crap clean. Crap of the day brought to you by. Brought to you by Nicole, um, Stephen's wow, favorite influencer. Wow. 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 <laughs> Did you hear that when you were pouring? It sounded Yeah, so listen. Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's ASMR. That's that is so such good, good ASMR. Wait, hold on. ASMR one more. I got to do one more. It's a watermelon. This is our brand new flavor. 
Brad, it's the uh, flavor of the summer, the everybody. Our hashtag for or like our tagline for it is too refreshed to be stressed. Oh, okay. Fair That's enough. The name of this episode. <laughs> to it as we drink like 20 Olipops. Well, I'll be the first to say I was not excited for this flavor. Mm. I was like, it's not a core soda flavor. It's like we need another fruit skew, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, we have another like core soda flavor formulated already. It'll come out this summer. Um, should we, we could do breaking news and say what that is. I if I'll get slapped for that. But, well, I can cut it out. If when I put it out, you can't say it, but let's put it in because it could be big news. What What is it, huh? Spill the beans. Spill the, spill the Olipop. What do you think it is? What, the, wait, the new core, core flavor? Core soda flavor do we not have? I love watermelon lime. I think it's amazing. What core flavor? Oh, I know. I know. Yes. A Mountain Dew dupe. No. Very good guess, though. <sighs> Ginger ale. Oh, wait, you told us this. Yeah. Ginger ale. Oh, yeah, I did tell you. You know, ginger is good for the stomach, too, That so that's kind of, like, makes sense for you guys. It's really good. Wow. I tried it at Penn's house a few weeks ago. Watermelon, lime. What do you think my rating is going to be? I want you to guess mine, and I'll guess yours. I think you're in, like, the 9-6 territory. I think you're in the... I think it's a 10 for you. 9.3. 15 out of 10. Oh, 15. Wow. I will say. Is that your number one right now? That's my number one. So what were your top three? Oh. Um, number one, grape. Number okay. two, root beer. Number three, cream. Number four, watermelon lime. All right. I've got watermelon lime coming in at number one. Number two for me was orange cream. Number three, um... Which one is this? CG? What is CG? Classic grape. Classic grape. <laughs> Duh. And then four is root beer for me. That's fun. So what's the designated best flavor between us if we were to do the math? What should be the top one people should try? Probably the classic grape or root beer. That's usually what I recommend to people. Like if someone has, leaves a negative comment yeah. on something or they had a bad experience with the flavor, I always say try grape for root beer. Fair enough. But also scratch what he said, try watermelon line. No, I'm just kidding. You can get your hands on it. Watermelon line I mean, sprout, so use, use code Nicole20 <laughs> for 20% off if you want to try the watermelon line. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess we will close out this episode because Steven's got a girlfriend who's like, get back here, which I understand. Um... But yeah, we'll just close this out. Thank you so much for coming on, oh, Steven. I miss, I miss my dog. Oh, that's true. You're having I like abandonment issues or something? I haven't seen her. Attachment issues? Yeah. Mm. Well, favorite dog ever. Yeah, he's got a little dog that his girlfriend rescued off the street. It's actually a cute story. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Steven. We appreciate you. It's exciting to put a face behind the name, and now people know a little bit more of my story and how we all got connected, and we're super excited. I'm meeting my internet friends. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, we'll close this episode out by just saying, again, thank you, Steven. And if you guys would like to support Olipop, obviously, you can use my code, Nicole20, for 20% off. Um, you can go follow them on social media, Olipop everywhere. Correct. You guys have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, TikTok drink, all the things. Drink Olipop. Drink Olipop. Yep. And if you'd like to support me, you can follow me on all my social media, which is just Nicole.Donna and then Elephants in the Room. You can also leave a comment, leave a review on the podcast. It means a lot to me. It really helps me. Um, and then you can also use my Olipop code for 20% off. So that's how you can support me. We'll close this episode out by saying what elephants are in your room. My name is Nicole and I will talk to you guys next week. And that's it. Okay. Now we clap.